baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to the show. They've gone to halftime in Toronto. It's the Warriors 62 and the Raptors 56. Again, Kevin Durant injured again. He's out. Cheers coming from the Toronto crowd. Man, that's that's big-time shame in Toronto. Andrew Doak of WWL-TV Channel 4 is joining the program to talk a little Saints minicamp. We'll talk about what happened over in Baton Rouge over the weekend. He's at Andrew Doak underscore WWL on Twitter. What's up tonight, Andrew? How are you? What's up, man? Not not too much. Just got a uh, took a little break from uh, working on the ten o'clock show, watching the little NBA finals, and uh, joining you. Excited to be here, man. Uh, did, did you see the reaction up in Toronto? The the cheers. I mean, that that was a full throated cheers from seemed like everybody in the arena up there to, to Kevin Durant's injury. Yeah, yeah, not a big fan of that. Not a big fan of that. You, you, I mean, look, I'm uh, you know all cards on the table. I'm rooting against the Warriors. I actually would like to see. Toronto win and just kind of see the the uh, reigning champs fall, uh, but no, you never want to root against somebody getting hurt. What we do know though is that that was the it was an Achilles the whole time. Like let's not let's yeah. not kid ourselves. Kevin Durant's Achilles was what was hurt. There was no calf uh, that was actually hurt. It was it was an, it was an Achilles. So uh, we know that. I, I don't think we're going to see him the rest of the series. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, and that's that was my first reaction too. Is he grabbed for that Achilles, and I don't know, maybe yeah. the Warriors will be subject to some kind of uh, you know league penalty for kind of falsifying their injury report because that wasn't an Achilles. You're right, Andrew. Um, let's go LSU first because you were out there with me the last couple of days. Yeah. Two great baseball games, Andrew. Two great baseball games, but again. Look, it didn't meet, didn't meet expectations coming into the season. It was kind of Omaha or bust. Even the players and Coach Maneri said that. And once again, it, it, LSU falls short. I, I would agree. I think it, it, during the preseason, I mean, I think I, I even kind of bought into the hype with, you know, Zach Hess and Zach Watson coming back, um, as well as Antoine Duplantis. And then you add, you know, some free agents, essentially, if you want to term it that, with Josh Smith and Eric Walker coming back. Um, and then you have the number one recruiting class, and I kind of hopped on board this train by saying, "Yeah, man, this is a team that could win the national championship," and and I truly felt that way. But I would tell you that from like the first or second week of the season, especially when they played Texas on the road and got swept, from that point on, I, they, this team just never passed the eye test. Um, and I know as much frustration as there was for fans last night um, that LSU is not back in Omaha. Just my personal opinion, that was not a team that was going to be able to win at all. Like, I, I just, I, from the midweek games that they dropped, from the inconsistency that they had, from the, the, the lack of health from their starting rotation, um, I, I, they just weren't someone who was going to do any damage in Omaha, Nebraska. In my opinion, they probably would have gone 0-2 barbecue. Uh, but I would say I still think they, you know, have, have a – you know, some good times ahead of them, especially next season. I think they're going to have a good core. But, look, I think one, one thing that I'll just say to wrap up my thoughts on LSU baseball, at least initially, people that are LSU baseball fans need to realize this isn't the 90s anymore. There's parity in college baseball. There are teams out there who recruit well, who have other talent that is just as good as yours. Just because Paul Maneri doesn't win a national championship every single season doesn't mean that you need to call for his head and say that we need a new head baseball coach. This is one of the best baseball coaches in America, and I would stand by that statement 
for a long time. And it's great stuff here from Andrew Doka, WWL-TV Channel 4. Were, were you as surprised? Maybe that's the wrong word. At least did you have your eyes open as much as me by LSU fans who spent the weekend um, showing adulation and you know kind of pomp and circumstance for Mike Martin, which they should have, but in the same time, a guy who has a very similar career path and certainly more titles and title game or title series appearances in Paul Maneri trying to run him out of town. I thought it was very eye-opening, Andrew. No, I agree. And, and uh, last night, Ricardo Lecomte asked me on fourth down on four, like, do, do you think that after, you know, a performance like this where you don't get back to Omaha, like people should be thinking, should people be thinking about, uh, you know, if they need to, to try, a, you know, um, a new head coach at LSU to be able to get them over the hump because Paul Maneri only has one national title uh, in the 13 seasons that he's been there. Let me tell you something. Mike Martin, the winningest coach, in college baseball history. He's been at Florida State 47 seasons. He has 40 straight seasons of 40 or more wins. He's been to Omaha, including this year, 17 times. Guess how many national titles he has? Zero. The guy has none. It takes some luck in college baseball to be able to win this whole thing. My alma mater, Texas Tech, is going to Omaha for the fourth time in six years. They haven't won one. Like, it's hard to go to Omaha and win. Baseball, it's, it's a fickle, funny game. Like, it just you got to have some luck involved, and it, it's not always the best team that trots out there that's going to win. It just doesn't always work that way. So I think sometimes the expectations are that you you, you got to win it every year, and, and I, I just don't know where that comes from. And I, I understand fans being passionate, but, man, like you just got to understand like other teams out there are playing at a different level now, and th- th- there's not just like a select group of schools like there used to be that are in Omaha every year. That, that are battling it out. Like the field is so much wider. And that's why you've seen, you know, over the last, you know, decade, decade and a half, teams like a Fresno State go and win it all. Uh, Coastal Carolina, like there are more teams out there that are able to be able to get to that level. And you just got to have things break your way. I love the veteran move, Andrew, by sneaking a little Texas Tech in there. I do that uh, you know, quite often. Here, sure. So it's <laughs> good. Andrew Doak's a yeah, Texas Tech alum, like you said there. They're heading to Omaha. Let's talk a little Saints here. And uh, mini sure. camp time, we're going to get a little better look at the roster. Andrew, what are you watching for this week? Well, I'm really excited to see uh, Jared Cook a little bit more in depth. Um, watching him during OTAs, like he was just someone who immediately, whenever they signed him, I think that he's going to be a difference maker, but he's definitely one of those guys where you walk into the Saints locker room and you see him on the field and you're like, oh yeah, this guy's this guy's going to make a difference for this Saints offense because you know that was you needed another threat opposite of Michael Thomas and he's going to be that this year almost in a similar way I did that last year with Demario Davis. I was like, this guy looks the part. He's what you need at at the linebacker position, and and I did that with Jared Cook. And then, um, I, you know, I think um, I, I think that. This secondary for the Saints is, is a group that I think is going to have the opportunity to, to take a step forward. Look, Eli Apple is going to have, you know, a full season under his belt after uh, this year. Um, you know, we'll see what happens in the future with him because they didn't pick up his fifth-year year option. But, look, I mean, I think Von Bell had a better year. You get Patrick Robinson back, who, you know, a couple of years ago for the Eagles was, you know, one of, the, like, the best-rated uh, slot corner. Um, and I think Marshawn Lattimore going into his third season – is going to be even better. So I, I think that's a group that I'm looking to take a step forward. And, and I think uh, speaking of guys that look the part, Eric McCoy, um, you know, their first selection uh, in the second round of this year's NFL draft uh, was someone who looks the part and actually even kind of looks like Max Unger from a body style standpoint, which is kind of uh, almost creepy to see him out on the field, just how much he looks 
like Unger, the way he kind of waddles around and the way he walks. Um, so those are, the, those are, I guess, the three things that I'm kind of watching. Um, and uh, hopefully Drew Brees will be back out there. You know, we obviously know about that diamond lawsuit situation in San Diego that he was dealing with them missing one of those practices. So that's kind of what I'm keeping an eye on as they start training camp tomorrow. I love that word waddle you used with the centers. I actually use that word with my buddy T-Bob all the time. Man, you're just waddling around the house here. So I don't know. Something yeah, with centers. T-Bob waddles, yeah. <laughs> yeah I agree. That's something, something with centers. I don't know. Uh, look, out of left field, we're going to have fun with this next half hour, Andrew. Yeah. NFL Network had a fan bracket. Fans voted Saquon Barkley the best running back, Julio Jones the best receiver. Do you agree or who would you, who would you have as your best running back and receiver in the league? Oh, goodness. Um, best running back? Um, well, I mean, I mean, look, I know a lot of Saints fans probably want to hear Alvin Kamara. I mean, he, he would certainly be someone who's in the mix. I, I, look, I think Saquon Barkley still has uh, probably another year of, of needing to prove it one more time. Um, I, I wouldn't disagree too much with him as being, you know, in the mix for the best running back. And then as far as best receivers concerned, um, you know, I think Julio Jones is great when it comes to yardage production, but like a lot of times you look up in the touchdown column and he just doesn't have that many. Um, I, you know, I probably, uh, it's tough, tough, right? To yeah, it's spot. tough. Yeah, no, yeah, it is. I, that's I, why I, I loved it. I'm putting you on the spot here. <laughs> I wanted to do it. I, I don't, I don't know who I'd say. Like I, I want to take a shot at the, the fans, but I don't know who I'd say myself. To be honest. I mean, well, if it, like if you were to literally make a, make a wide receiver in a lab, like I think everyone would pick Julio Jones. Yeah. But I think, I think probably outside of the distractions, I mean, from a talent standpoint, Odell Beckham, um, maybe Antonio Brown, uh, those are probably who I would kind of lean towards. But yeah, I mean, I, I think I think both those guys, Saquon Barkley and and uh, Julio Jones, you're not really going to go wrong with. I know that's kind of a soft answer. I'm sorry, I don't have a hotter take. <laughs> Come on, it's hot takes. It's sports I, I, radio, Andrew. I know, Come on. I wish I, I wish I had more or something. But, uh, uh, what's what's coming up at uh, 10 o'clock in the 10 o'clock sports broadcast on WWL TV? We're going to be talking about some of the uh, base running mistakes that LSU had uh, in that. Well, it was really kind of the entire weekend, but also um, also in their you know, game two against Florida state. Uh, also Marshawn Lattimore going into year three, um, how uh, bullish Sean Payton is on him. Uh, mini camp schedule for fans to be able to know uh, what days they're able to be able to get out there and what they need to bring and whatnot. And uh, then we're going to tag it out with, um, there was a cool moment where Mike Martin actually called for uh, Devin Fontenot after the game to be able to meet him outside the post game room to, to tell him how, uh, how great he was so we'll have a little little story on that so this should be good yeah it should be good that's all coming up tonight at 10 o'clock on wwl tv check out andrew and his team there i'll have it on over my left shoulder here in the studio andrew always appreciate it man we'll talk again soon yeah you got it Seth. all right there yeah. he goes at andrew doke underscore wwl on twitter oh, by the way tomorrow it's a Women's World Cup, U.S. Opens. I will be partying hard in 10 o'clock hour. I'm going to start, uh, I don't know, I'm going to start taking a poll or petitions on where I should go. Probably going to be Finn McCool's, I would guess, unless somebody has a better place for me. We're going to take a break here. 504-260-1870. Our text line is 870-870. We'll talk a little NFL Network bracket. Who's the best receiver and running back in the league? Remember, fans on the NFL Network voted for Saquon Barkley and Julio Jones, plus more updates on the NBA Finals. And a texter is begging me to read a tweet. Uh, it's going to be a text of his or hers. I will do that. Phone lines, 504-260-1870. Give us a call there, wherever you are, across the state, across the country, across the world. 504-260-1870. The text line is 870-870. The last lap continues on WWL. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 